this week on the Back Table Podcast. No, I mean, again, I think it's it's very easy to use, and I do think it has significantly decreased my, my declot times, especially in a dialysis graft, and uh, where, where sometimes now some of those declots take 15, 20 minutes, whereas I remember in, in, in fellowship, the last thing you wanted to do was a declot at 3 p.m., all right, hello guys, and welcome to the Backtable Podcast. Backtable is your resource to connect with your IR colleagues out there and learn the tips, techniques, and nuances of the devices in your cabinets. This is Chris Beck. I'm at the host coming to you straight from the Exhibitors Hall at SIRLA 2018. Uh, first of all, we'd like to thank Argon Medical for sponsoring this podcast at their booth at SIR. Argon Medical is the manufacturer of the cleaner rotational thrombectomy system, a device that we're going to be discussing today as part of the podcast on declots. Uh, Cleaner is the only wall contacting uh, rotational thrombectomy system indicated for macerating thrombus and dialysis grafts and fistulas in the peripheral vasculature. Um, So as I said, my name is Chris Beck. I'm your host today. We're here with Sabine Don. Sabine, want to introduce yourself? All right. Hi, my name is Sabine Don. Thanks for having me today to talk about D-clots and and using the orbital thrombectomy. I, uh, I trained a couple years ago at Northwestern and then moved out actually here locally in LA uh, where I work at a system called PIH Health and you know we do a wide variety of, of cases including lots of dialysis access and declines. All right uh, Sabine do you want to tell us a little bit about like how your dialysis practice is shaped up just briefly and then we'll kind of yeah, get on into it. Totally I mean you know we we have several dialysis access centers around our site and basically most of them send our patients to us, and it was already a very high-volume dialysis practice when I started. Um, most declots, specifically, are added the day of or the next day, and, and things like that. Okay. All right. For, for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Chris Beck. I'm an interventional radiologist in uh, private practice in New Orleans. Um, I'm primarily a hospital-based uh, interventionalist, and our dialysis work that we do is... Um, we're actually getting scooped a majority of the time by the dialysis access center. So as far as like fistula uh, routine maintenance, we do very little of. So most of what I get are declot procedures, um, um, usually either tough ones or at uh, inopportune times. Um, and so most of what we see is I'd say 90% of my practice is uh, declots over actually like routine maintenance. And the other 10% is billed as a declot, and they're actually just open fistulas that I just go in angioplasty. Um, all right, so uh, let's first just uh, let's just go through a routine uh, declot procedure. Sabine, you want to start it out? Yeah. So what I do, uh, which is now a little bit different than how I trained, is I get access uh, towards the heart, you know, and a great towards the heart, and I determine the clot burden by just going central and pulling back a, a five French and hold catheter. And then through that catheter and through the clot burden, I mix alteplase into the clot, and usually I put some contrast in there too so I can see you know, the actual clot on fluoro. And then immediately I actually use, a, in each case I use an orbital thrombectomy, mostly the cleaner. And I'll use that to kind of make a clot milkshake, you can say, clot alteplase milkshake, while I still haven't pulled the arterial plug. So that allows the TPA to kind of sit and dwell, and then, you know, about five minutes of doing the cleaner, I'll get a retrograde access through the arterial anastomosis and pull the plug. And usually that really takes care of most of the, of the clot. Then, then I'll address the critical lesions, whether there's a stenosis, 
uh, unless I saw something really severe initially that would, you know, maybe hold up my clot. Yeah, like something citral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my my process actually is not that much different from Sabine's. Uh, maybe maybe the part where we differ. I mean, you know, like uh, venous access, central run, take care of anything centrally, and then pull back venogram. I'll do some TPA through the sheath mixed with contrast, and then. What I'll do, uh, I'll actually uh, start uh, going towards the arterial end. I'll pull the plug, pull the plug, and then push everything centrally, and then kind of see what I look like. And mainly what I use the, the cleaner for, or any kind of thrombectomy, is just kind of troubleshooting. Like if I have some recalcitrant or clot that's hanging around in a graft or have a mega fistula where we're having trouble cleaning out the aneurysmal segments. Um, so that's kind of where I'm using the, the, the cleaner. Um, I'm interested to uh, hear, uh, Sabine, like, um, why why do you uh, start out just going cleaner? I mean, is it because you found, like, with traditional methods it's just harder to get open or this is just kind of a faster system for you? I do, I do find it significantly faster. So, you know, I referred to being trained a different way where we wouldn't use orbital thrombectomy. We would actually pulse spray the TPA and balloon macerate. And I always found D-clots to be very, you know, cumbersome, about two-hour case, two-and-a-half-hour case, but when I went to my practice now and, and was taught this way, I noticed the declots go significantly faster. So whether it's due to this or just experience, I, I just go to the cleaner all the time. I just get a great result. And what's your what's your end point when you're running the cleaner, like, the first time through? You just kind of, like, I make thought? that, yeah, it, you know, the, with the contrast and the, and the TPA, it, it makes a uniform kind of haze and then I feel like I really got it mixed up. Okay, so you can kind of see it spun up. Yeah, you can see it and that's why I like I I added that contrast thing recently and and I like it more. Okay, nice. Do you ever direct it towards uh, arterial? My partners do, I don't. I get get scared. Okay, so no bad results? (laughs) No. No, just a little nervous. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I'll, I'll sometimes use uh, the cleaner directed towards the arterial end and haven't had any problems with it. But also, uh, so before we had the, the cleaner, we had the, the triatola, and you know, I was fairly accustomed to like bringing the triatola across the arterial anastomosis. So kind of feel comfortable with it. I mean, something you can try. I, but some of your partners do it, and no problem? Yeah, I see okay. my partners do it. Again, uh, using an over-the-wire device sometimes can be better in, yeah. that, in that regard, but... I just, I'm always scared of throwing a clot. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, all right, so let's kind of talk, uh, like, some of the nuances of the cleaners. Like, what are some of the things you like, what are the things you don't like? You know, the only thing I can think that's negative, what I have to deal with in the cleaner, is that it's not over the wire. And so, in some instances, when you have a really tough venous anastomosis, you do have to bail on your wire access. And when I'm doing that, you know, I could get a little bit worried. You know, I do like that it comes in 6 and 7 French. I feel the 7 French system I'll use too. Usually I use the 6 French, but I'll use the 7 French system if I have a pseudoaneurysmal fistula. I feel like it gets me better wall acquisition. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it works well. I mean, it, the only thing would be the wire, the wire, loss of wire access. Yeah, I'll echo uh, Sabine's point in that um, I think most of us, it's just inherent that, you know, you want something over the wire, fares very stable, fares very safe, and so... Pulling the wire access, um, or actually, I guess you don't you don't start with wire access if like you're using it originally. Yeah. Okay. So most of the time when I'm using it, I've, I've already got wire access, so I got to pull it and then start yeah. running the, the cleaner yeah. through it. No, I'm doing that too. And then sometimes if I have to a little 
a little twist I'll use as a longer sheath and I'll pin pull the cleaner out and just go send, I'll pull it back while I'm making the, the milkshake. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, one of the things that I do like about uh, the cleaner that um, I that maybe some other uh, thrombectomy systems are lacking is that it's got some body to it and it's also got some directionality. So just by kind of you know changing how much of the cleaner is exposed, you can kind of give some directionality to the cleaner. And so for me, like that's one of the things I really liked about it is that I found it easier to navigate. Like sometimes if you find yourself in like a, a stick site fistula and then if, if you're if you're not dealing with an over the wire system but you but you have the, the cleaner, you can kind of direct it towards you know the the outflow of the fistula which i find helpful and then um so talk about um you got any tips or tricks as far as like how to maximize or optimize the use of the cleaner like do you use the side port at all massage the fistula at all yeah that second point i was going to say i use the massaging the fistula you can feel the cleaner actually be working under your hand and and you know that you're getting that wall apposition you know, as far as tips, again, you know, the unsheathing trick, if, if, you, if you're worried about not being able to advance it through a fistula circuit. But, you know, I, I think it's, it's generally very easy to use, straightforward, and again, atraumatic, so you're not going to have any problem. I, I know one, someone had suggested to me using a cleaner through an aspiration catheter, an 8 French aspiration catheter that could maybe increase its utility. Uh, but I haven't tried that. Sure. Um, one of the things that I have done with um, some really stubborn clot in uh, some big fistula segments, um, the, like uh, Sabine said, the massage techniques works really well. I'll also take uh, some diluted TPA, and I inject it directly into the clot in the fistula, and then, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of massage that out. I will say that if anyone out there is going to try that trick, Um, You want to use a really small gauge needle, like a 25 gauge, and you don't want to stick the fistula at like five different sites. You want to basically have like one access zone. I mean, I I usually, it may be the same as you, you have ultrasound prepped on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And so I always have ultrasound prepped. And so ultrasound guided, I inject it directly into the clot and you try and use one stick site. And, and get the needle to, to puncture a lot of different parts of the, uh, the, the clot. Because if the end of it, which actually has happened to me before, where I stuck it at like five different sites, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I pulled the plug and opened up the fistula, um, then I have blood squirting out at all those five different parts. And, you know, they're anticoagulant. It's not a big deal. It's 25 gauge. It'll stop. But it's just a, it's just a pain. It's um, a neat idea. I like that. I've yeah. never tried that. Uh, you know, I, I usually... Li- just inject that TPA in the beginning, but I, I like your I like your tip. Yeah. All right. Um, any uh, any final uh, closing remarks here, Sabine? No. I mean, again, I think it's it's very easy to use, and I do think it has significantly decreased my my declot times, especially in a dialysis graft, and uh, where, where sometimes now some of those declots take 15, 20 minutes, whereas I remember in in, in fellowship, the last thing you wanted to do was a declot at 3 p.m. So. Uh, I, I do think the cleaner is, is significantly helping helping me get a better result. And, you know, from my standpoint, um, I'm, I'm a fan of the cleaner. I like the cleaner. I think I'd use it, at, you know, for most of the declots I do, I try and, uh, you know, I try and do it on the cheap and try and um, just use, you know, basic stuff. Um, but I certainly use it as a, as a troubleshooting uh, mechanism. I find it particularly helpful for... Um, big stick site uh, aneurysms where I got to go and clean out a large clot burden. And I mean, not that you can't do that with some traditional techniques like balloon maceration uh, or, you know, just uh, lacing the clot. But I found that the 
cleaner decreases my procedure time. Um, as far as like success rates, I think I'm getting the same technical success. It just takes me a shorter period of time, which is helpful. Um, all right, so uh, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. So uh, I'd like to thank again Argon, our sponsor, Argon Medical, and I encourage our listeners to check out our new procedure-based app, which includes videos, articles, and even our podcast to help you tackle these cases on the board. Um, the app is free and available on the iTunes and Google Play stores. Um, oh, I also should mention our disclaimer, the opinions shared during this podcast are the opinions of the podcast participants, just me and Sabine, and are not necessarily representative of the official policy of Argonne Medical. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, like I said, we're here at SIR LAX 2018. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.